welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. Is special counsel Robert Mueller broadening his investigation on Russia's influence over the election to include influence by the Emirates? According to the New York Times, George Nader, a Lebanese-American businessman who was an advisor to the de facto ruler of the United Arab Emirates, is now a focus of Mueller's investigation, with investigators questioning him and other witnesses for information about any possible attempts by the Emirates to buy influence by directing money to Trump's presidential campaign. Joining me is Andrew Kent, professor at Fordham University Law School. Andrew, there's a lot of sketchy information about Nader, um, including under-the-radar interference in the Middle East and a guilty plea to a misdemeanor charge of providing $1 million in illegal gifts to New York State pension authorities. What do we know about him generally and his connections with the Trump campaign? So the, there's been a little bit of reporting about this in the last month, and then the big New York Times story, um, you know, just over the past days. But it doesn't provide that much information about his his relationship with the Trump campaign. What what it's been saying is that he was a a, a visitor during the early months of the White House, and and frequently was there either because Bannon or Jared Kushner wanted him to be, and and was seen a number of times at the White House. But in terms of his involvement. In the campaign, there really hasn't been, uh, you know, public reporting that's fleshed out what that might have been. The Times reported that he received that he received a detailed report from a top Trump fundraiser, Elliot Proidy, who has hundreds of millions of dollars in contracts allegedly with the UAE, asking for a, and he wanted a private meeting with the president and the Saudi cr- uh, crown prince. What is what about the connection there and that report that he got? It's you know again it's a bit sketchy but it it seems that uh, that Nader has a business relationship with this uh, American security company that apparently has a very large contract for providing you know some types of you know security contracting for the United Arab Emirates and uh, you know the United Arab Emirates and and, and the Saudis have been, have been quite close and and obviously there was a lot of sort of diplomatic uh, back and forth between the Trump people the Saudis and the, and the Emirates. Um, a, a little while ago, when uh, they were blockading Qatar, their neighbor that the that the Saudis and the Emiratis uh, were upset about because of Qatar's support, as they saw it, for sort of politicized Islam. So there's sort of a, a, a murky mix of of money and Middle Eastern politics here that may have some intersection with the, you know, with with the Trump scandals that Mueller's been looking at, but it's a little unclear yet what that might be. We keep hearing about different aspects of, or we think they're different aspects, they could have been there from the beginning for all we know, of Mueller's inquiry. Would this be a broadening of this investigation or just another avenue he's looking down? Well, it certainly could be a broadening, but that's absolutely within the scope that he's been authorized to have from the beginning. The order by Deputy Attorney General Rosenstein that appointed Mueller made quite clear that uh, Mueller had the authority not just to investigate links between the Russian government and the Trump campaign, but also, as the order said, any matters that would, would arise directly from that investigation. So we saw, for example, with Paul Manafort and with Rick Gates, 
in you know their indictments for uh, you know money laundering and bank fraud and etc. You know those those were not uh, directly about the um, you know the Trump Russia relationship, but arose out of Mueller's investigation. And certainly, you know, it's plausible that you know something about UAE influence on the Trump campaign, or perhaps even illegally giving money to the Trump campaign, was something that Mueller came across while you know while interviewing people and therefore decided to pursue. I want to turn to a Mueller grand jury subpoena. According to Axios, uh, they got a hold of a grand jury subpoena given to a witness, and it was for all communications, emails, texts, handwritten notes that this witness sent and received from November 1st of 2015 to the president regarding 10 top Trump campaign officials, including, I mean, they go from Corey Lewandowski, Donald Trump Jr., Hope Hicks, Paul Manafort, Rick Gates, Steve Bannon, Roger Stone, and tell us, I mean, is this unusual to have this broad an inquiry and to have it, uh, you know, sort of focused on 10 specific Trump campaign officials, present or former? No, that sounds quite normal. I mean, they've, uh, you know, the core of the of the Mueller inquiry is about possible coordination between the Russian government and the Trump campaign. And it, that sounds like a subpoena seeking, you know, uh, communications and other kinds of documents about Trump campaign members. So, I mean, that that sounds like a like a, a reasonable kind of request that you would see in an investigation of this type. So, we didn't have any indictments last week, <laughs> at last Friday. So, where where does where do you see Mueller's investigation standing now? Some people say, well, it appears to be you know uh, reaching the White House, and perhaps it will be over soon. And others say, no, it has a long way to go. Well, I guess you know, the sure. I guess the first thing is just a note of humility. I mean, the Mueller team has been very uh, leak-proof. Uh, you know, we saw that you know we had guilty pleas from a number of people come without any advance, you know, leaking or press reporting about it at all. So I think the first thing is that you know we really don't know um, what what Mueller is doing. They've been very good at keeping secrets. But um, you know, I'd be surprised if this is wrapping up quickly. I mean, you know, the Gates and and Papadopoulos and Michael Flynn, the former National Security Advisor, all got generous plea deals, presumably because they can provide information and lead to more prosecutions. All right. Well, thank you, as always, for being here with us and helping us to sort through this and, and try to figure out where that investigation is going. It's certainly going in many different directions as at once. Thanks, Andrew. That's Andrew Kent. He's a professor at Fordham University Law School. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.